0: go to the app store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out.
1: Baltimore sports fans of age of all ages welcome to section three three six bottom next generation Baltimore sports talk and welcome to birdland radio yeah more importantly welcome to the start of birdland radio yeah. I am your dearly stunning host Matt Soroka. As always, I'm joined by
2: the Zany Bert Rade. I, I notice you're struggling a little more than usual. It's a, it's an early morning start for us. I got. I
1: tell you what, I got coffee instead of beer in front of me. That, me that, too. That's a problem.
2: I got beer outside that I won't hesitate to crack one open after this show.
1: Yeah. What's the, what's the, the earliest we can start drinking here, the day before uh, opening day? Apparently 11 a.m.
2: It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. <laughs>
1: did, you, did you just come up with that yourself? That's I good. just made that up. That's good. Uh, we're also joined by the button lover, Josh Soroka. You,
0: do you think people are going to get tired of us? I mean, this is like our fourth hour this week. Yeah. I'll tell you what, week. though. Our, we did hour and a half Tuesday, two hours Friday.
2: People getting sick of us. I'm getting sick of you guys. That's
0: true. There is a <laughs> lot of us time.
2: True. I just have one
1: question before we start. Josh, does Chris Davis have a gold glove?
0: Uh, Yeah. He, <laughs> he is a finalist a few years ago.
1: So he has a gold glove?
0: I'm sure he has a glove somewhere in his home that's the color gold.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the closest
2: he has to a gold glove. For it, people who don't yes. know that this was a – Topic of contention when we hosted the Glenn Clark radio show yeah, on Friday but well, I'm I'm back to be in Section 36 Six Studios. Yes,
1: I'm glad not to be driving over the bottom No, no, no offense to people who live in Baltimore, or hamden and it was it was in Glenn Clark was nice to have us on. But I'm back to be. You, back. I'm you guys, to be back you home. guys
0: missed the the fun. When I when I went back to the studios after lunch, they had all the floodgates up blocking all the doors.
1: Oh, you can see that uh water rising. Yeah, the, the Jones falls. falls. Yeah. The Jones Falls, yes. yeah.
0: It's notorious.
2: It, it it floods anytime there's a gigantic rainstorm, which Friday we came pretty darn close to having a gigantic rainstorm. Yeah. We're I was lucky, waiting for it.
1: We're lucky that when we did the podcast our cars weren't Yeah, I got river. out of there.
2: As soon as I was allowed to, I rolled out. I <laughs> no, don't, I, I don't wasn't about was, to send my don't think car it was down river. Bad. <laughs> I mean, I, I could use a new car, but not that way. I don't, I don't want it to go out that way.
1: But we have, this is Birdland Radio um, 2.0.
2: Yeah. Right? Last yeah, year was yeah, 1.0. Two. This is the second time we're doing it, so I'm calling
1: it 2.0. Right. See how that works? Hopefully when that something means new, better.
2: When something new and original comes out, do you start off calling it 1.0, knowing that there are, will be more, or is it just Birdland Radio, and now this is Birdland Radio 2.0? Yeah. And now can we backtrack? and Do you think when World War One happened, did they call it World War One? No, it was just the Great <laughs> War,
1: right? It was just the Great War. And then the second one happened, so they, oh, we got to call the first one yeah, yeah. the first one. I can't wait until uh, the but, one. But when
0: things are scheduled to happen every year, it's normally you add the year at the end. So Birdland Radio 2017, okay. last year was Birdland Radio 2016. Yeah,
1: But did we really think we would all be around another
0: year? The question is, <laughs> exactly, that's why we're not promoting Birdland Radio 3. Yeah. <laughs> we'll next see how year, the season next goes. Next year, Birdland Radio 2018 wow. might just happen.
1: Right, in our own lives. We could be dead by then. So we're going to start off, uh, we're of course going to 11 o'clock. We have a special guest that's coming online in a in a few minutes. I don't even want to say because I really don't believe it's going to happen, but we'll see. We'll see. Then at 11 o'clock, uh, we yeah. got Perched at the
0: Yard. You don't think Lowell's going to come in? Uh,
1: I, You know, Perched at the Yard, I got to talk to those boys Uh, because I, I still think it should be Perched at the Yards. S- with an yards. S. yards, with an S. We,
0: we've been over this. It's, have we
1: talked about this before?
0: Oh, we've had the night at the yard discussion many, many times.
2: Mm.
1: But have we ever had the porch at the yards discussion?
0: No. no. I think it's the same discussion.
1: <laughs> then at twelve o'clock, we have uh, backdoor sports is coming on. I I,
0: I do like the, the the I do like the audience in the other room laughing.
1: I I, I don't have a good angle at the audience. They're too my right. back. I just so like to look and they smile. Can point and laugh at me. <laughs> And then at 1 o'clock, we got BaltimoreBaseball.com. That's Adam Pohl, right? Adam
0: Pohl. And he's going to have Dan Connolly on with him.
1: Oh, nice. Okay, nice. Is Dan Connolly coming in studio? A little bit of credibility. to I, do it. I A don't, I don't know. know. All right. I don't care. Early at 2 radio. o'clock, we have the OBP podcast. OBPs. You know, I didn't Cal, podcast. They
0: they do. It's yearly. <laughs> Only at Birdland <laughs> Radio every day. year.
1: Good for them. <laughs> and then 3 o'clock we have Orioles Uncensored. We'll see who comes in because they have a rotating crew, I think, over there at Orioles Uncensored. So I'm curious to see who comes in.
2: We got a lot of repeat yeah. guys from, from last year too. Percy the Yard was here last it's year. It's a good mix of repeat OVP and was new. was here last year. Orioles Uncensored. Backdoor Sports is new. BaltimoreBaseball.com is new. Uh, Utah Street Report. Derek Arnold will be Coming here four. at 4 o'clock. He was here last year.
1: Oh, and the backdoor sports gets two time slots? How does, that, yeah. how does that work?
2: Who did they have to... Uh,
1: Butter up. In, blah, 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 <laughs> to <laughs> get that two time slots. Good for them. Bert,
0: Bert's eye View decided to uh, go to war with us.
1: Oh. oh no. No, they gave they sent a, a nice tweet out this no, morning. No, I know. I'm just they kidding. They they just couldn't I mean, make like, it. They yeah, just schedules didn't work. Well they are too busy planning for their pitch FX or whatever you call it. Is yeah. Thing?
0: Uh pitch talks. Pitch talks. Yeah, them and Dan Clark. Which is so what are you saying cool.
1: this this uh Monday night wars <laughs> Dan between Dan
2: Clark, shut up <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying this Monday night wars between us and Bird's Eye View is uh K fob, as they say? I don't know, K fob? Isn't that what K fob Like fake? Uh, like wrestling is...
0: Uh, yeah, but I don't think K-Fob's the term. I think it is. Fake is a term.
2: But they're the heel, right? Yes. And the,
1: yeah. yeah, they're the heel. Yeah, uh, And then 7 o'clock, Oriol Spastics is back.
0: Apparently. We'll see
1: if they show. They're one of the original podcasts. This is back in the day, Section 336. We, it was us and it was like maybe four or five, including us, podcasts. Bird's Eye
0: View, Oriol Spastics. Uh,
1: Be Morons.
0: And Baltimore Sports Baltimore, Report.
1: And that was it. That was it. And now uh, everybody and their mother has one. And I think the cool thing about this in Berlin radio is, is all of us are just kind of, uh, fans, right. Who just started podcasts. We're not like full-time media guys. No,
0: no, there's no, uh, there's no former Red Sox fans here today.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And that's what podcast should be about. I know there are some radio guys who do the radio and then they go home and do a podcast, which I don't really understand Mm -hmm. that. Like I guess you just like to You can you, get away with a little work. more on a podcast right. than you can on the radio. Yeah, I guess that's true. It,
0: yeah, or is it but still if you're working radio isn't it then you're doing more work at home.
2: Yeah. Taking your homework. Home. But but we we're, we're,
1: we're going on all day to get you ready for tomorrow opening day. And I was on my way here I turned on 157, you know, get me pumped up with some They were talking stuff. draft, right? They were talking uh real estate. <laughs> for, oh, that's oh. a good show. <laughs> it's Sunday morning. That's, that's, oh, that's right, a, that's it's a Sunday real morning. Show. I was a little disappointed, but that's all right cuz we got you here at Birdland Radio. So you can follow all day long on Facebook. Uh what is at section 3 6 on Facebook.
0: Yeah, and all the shows will be sharing it on their Facebook pages. Go like all their pages. Go subscribe to all of them. It's also on birdlandradio.com. is the video and the audio. Yeah. Nice. By the way, of course if you're hearing this, you know where it's at.
2: In professional wrestling, KFOB is the portrayal of staged events within the industry as real or true, specifically the portrayal of competition, rivalries, and relationships between participants as being genuine and not staged or predetermined nature of any kind. Thanks, Bert. I'm just saying, is that what's happening with us in Bird's Eye View? Sure. Or is this real?
1: I don't know. I don't know. See, it's, it's not, so real to me. <laughs> it we're, gets complicated, right? Yeah, because right. at some point, it was it was fake, but then it got real, and so yeah. now is it back to being fake again, or is it still real? I don't know. It's hard to follow.
0: We'll have to see what they Tune say. Tune in Monday night. <laughs> right. No, nah, I believe we're all taking Monday night off.
1: Were you guys uh, surprised by any of the final roster moves? Um, and it, I'm I don't say you weren't surprised by Trey Mancini. We were, because su- you guys, I was on here saying Trey Mancini would make the team. And yeah. You just said no. Well,
0: I, again, I still think there, there's 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 extra bats and bench slots because of the pitching right. issues. I would agree with that. So, you don't when we when we were, we were projecting our roster, we didn't project seven outfielders to be on the roster.
2: We didn't project it. Only take we three have starting pitchers now? to open yes. day. Yes, I, I think we have three first
1: basemen. I don't know about seven outfielders though.
0: No, Trey Mancini's listed as an outfielder. Really? That's when Mark Trombo's listed as an outfielder? Let me
1: check the Orioles. Uh... I, don't know. .com. I I doubt that's true. Because before, Trey Mancini was listed only as a DH. He wasn't even listed as a first baseman.
2: Yeah, he's got the old right now. How, how, long, Pedro how, many, how many
1: games do you think Trey Mancini plays in the majors this year?
2: Before he's sent back down? Do uh, you think when, Miley, if, if his when bat, Miley gets
1: sent down, do you think he goes down? I mean, dep- when Miley gets called off the DL, do you think he gets sent down? It all
0: depends. If his bat is the way it was at spring training, how, you can't send that guy down, right?
1: Yeah, but he has to swing like, the bat.
2: Yeah, and he's going to have to actually play. Right. Yeah, that's the question. He's going to get enough playing right. to to prove himself. Oh, sorry. It's still early. What? That's the question you asked me?
0: No, it's just wh- how much playing well, time will, will he hang You have up to swing it. the bat, right? right?
2: Your bat
1: can be hot as can be on the bench. You have sure. to swing it. Yeah. And then you kind of said – I said it in a more clever way, but you repeated me <laughs> in a more clever, yeah. blunt and straightforward way. <laughs> I'm only
2: a quarter of the way done my coffee. Give
0: me a I break. I mean, I think it, that's what's going to be interesting for the first two weeks is is how much Trey gets in, Gentry – Rickert, how much they put these guys in? Who are all guys that could be sent down for Wade? M- well, Wade Miley, you'll probably clear a, a bullpen arm. Uh but then you still need to clear someone for Tillman. I think Miley can clear
1: bench. Uh, a, a, bench clear one, a bench slot. A bench But it'd be interesting to see, um, because the Orioles have a lot of they they, they 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 can juggle a lot, and I'm curious to see if if who's the first bench guy to go? Is it going to be Rickard? Is it going to be Mancini? Or Gentry? Or Gentry. Um, Ooh,
0: Gentry's an interesting because he'd have to clear waivers. Right. So I don't and think. And someone's going to grab had, him.
1: Because Rickard and Mancini can both go without clearing waivers. Exactly. They both have options. Exactly.
0: But we're kind of worried about winning now. So if there's a big difference.
1: Yeah. Are you guys surprised it didn't keep Honor Tavares? What?
2: No.
0: Haven't we had this discussion? What?
2: Well,
1: just there's where a, do you cut There's draw a the billion
0: line. outfielders. Seven outfielders or eight outfielders? And you had to make room for Ryan Ripken. But, but why wouldn't
1: you just send down Rickard, who has options? Instead of sending Tavares, who he took from Red Sox. Now you give him back to the Red Sox. He's faster than Rickard. He's, he had like seven solo bases in spring training. Yeah. If he, you're just going to use him as a defensive replacement and a pinch runner, that's all Rickard c- c- could be essentially. So why not keep him up here?
0: I was surprised they didn't at least keep him for two weeks. At least or until Miley.
1: Yeah, but other than that, if you're going to keep him for two weeks, what's the point? You're just holding up a roster spot if you're just going to get rid of him in two weeks. Why but, hold up that roster spot for two weeks?
0: Because, well, you would then clear that up in two weeks. Because you would keep him uh, out of the Red Sox organization. You'd give another chance to more time to make a decision on him. Yeah.
1: Well, they still have Anthony Santander, which. He he seems to be doing the Joey Rickard thing where it just disappears for a while. Yeah, the DL. Yeah, so so we'll see when or if he pops up. Right. Uh, but he's 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 a guy. I I mean Tavares is at least a double A guy. I mean Tavares is a single A guy. I think he's like 22 or yeah, something. Yeah, that's a big jump. Yeah. He, he's a younger kid, so he's much more. I think based on potential, not really. He really can't contribute right now. So I'd be curious to see right. uh, what they do with him. Uh, overall, after spring training, look, are you guys happy with the, where the Orioles sit right now? I know Tillman's injury is concerning. I mean, that, that's really that, the only concern,
0: right? Yeah. Wade Miley's a cough, so right. he'll, he'll still fine. make his first start. It's
1: <laughs> Buck and Duquette being funny with the 10-day. Yeah.
2: yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I would say Tillman's the only thing. If he if he was 100% and started on opening day like he should have been, I would have no qualms whatsoever. Other than that,
1: I'm I'm content. And I'm a lot content. of guys, a lot of guys had good springs. All right, we, we're gonna Ding have dong. we're gonna have a guest on the show.
0: Yep. Uh, yeah, he, 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 the the, the problem line. the problem is he's calling my cell phone instead of the studio yeah. line.
1: Okay. Well, you get that straightened out in just a second. We're gonna have a, a guest in the studio that I think the listeners will be excited to hear from. Yeah. I'm excited to talk to.
2: It's a second time guest, I believe. Yeah. To the show, somebody who. Uh, May or may not have made the opening day roster.
0: <laughs> right, right. I think, we,
1: I, I think we could say he made the opening day he roster. He made
0: the opening day roster. Yeah,
1: All right. we're, talking we're, to
2: we're allowed to say that. I mean, I don't know if we were teasing the listeners. Now they've narrowed it down to 25 guys. Yeah,
1: we're narrowed down 25.
2: <laughs> so it it's not Buck Walter. <laughs> I'll tell you that And it's much. not
1: Chris Tillman because he didn't make the opening 25. Oh, bars. there you I go. <laughs> All right. no, Wade, there? no Wade Miley.
0: Yeah. All right, and here we go. Hello, this is Section
3: 336. Oh,
0: hey, this is uh, Trey Mancini calling.
3: Hey, Trey. Hey, Trey.
1: Trey, it's great to talk to you, man. First of all, congrats on making the Open Day, day roster. That's so cool, man. Oh,
3: thanks. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and that's... Thanks, guys. Yeah, that's...
1: And, and I think a lot of Oriole fans are excited for you. We're all kind of rooting for you. Um, how, how, wh- What was that like? When did you find out? How did you find out that, that you made the Open Day roster?
3: So it was after our last game of uh spring training against the Tigers, we went into the locker room and uh Wayne Kirby told me to go in to the coaches uh the coaches locker room. So I went in there and they were all sitting there and, and they asked me how I thought my spring went and uh if, if I thought I did well enough to make the team and I said, Yeah, I think I did and and they said, Yeah, you did and like congratulated. So oh, it was that's uh, awesome. yeah, it was yeah, yeah, it was really cool and um something I'll never forget for sure.
1: Yeah, and you did. I mean, you had a killer spring training. So, I'm sure f- f- from from your standpoint, and I was arguing, you know, for weeks that you should make the team because Bucks all about if you if you play well and take advantage of the chance, then you will get that opportunity. And you had an opportunity in spring training to prove yourself and you played really well and you earned that spot in that club. So, yeah, congrats. It's just awesome.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah, I appreciate that. And and yeah, you're right. It's- uh, I've been told from the time I got drafted by the Orioles that if you hit, if you play well, if you you do the things we want you to do, we can find a spot for you. And that's absolutely come to fruition. And I, I bought into that early and, and uh, you know, definitely believed it and, and it was right.
0: Uh, besides, of course, the gigantic part of making the roster, what made this spring uh, different compared to how you went into previous springs?
3: Uh, I'd say last year I came in as a non roster invitee, having been to double A, I kinda came in um, you know, a little nervous trying to prove too much I think. I was I was going hundred miles an hour at everything, wanting to impress everybody and I I um you know, I wasn't I wasn't too happy last spring training with how I kinda handled that and uh, you know, I was a little like nervous and just kinda jumpy all even in the field and, and this year I totally calmed down. And being up in September had helped that and you, the more you play baseball the more experience you get the more you learn how to deal with the, like, the high pressure situations because that's what it was going into spring training and, and I just really tried to calm myself down and take it day by day and if I had a bad game I did a really good job of not freaking out not you know getting down on myself I just knew I could come back the next day and have a good game and, and that ended up working at the end at the end of spring training I looked up and, and was happy with, with everything I did
1: yeah, and you're and you're a relatively new player. I mean, uh, to the Orioles roster. I know you, you came up September last year, uh, but 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 you are kind of a new guy to the major league roster. Have the other players, the veterans, have they treated you okay, Trey? Because if they mess with you, Trey, you just let me know, and I'll complain about it. I can't do anything about it, but I'll complain about it.
3: <laughs> no, they're awesome. Uh, I can't can't imagine a better group of guys. You know, to have as your veteran core as uh, as this team has. So I've. You know, even last year when I was a non roster invitee they they were great to me and treated me like I was on the team and that that helps when you're you know, a young guy um trying to make his way to the majors and and when you get there is having a group like that and you feel comfortable so it's uh been been nothing but but great to play with all of them and and share a locker room with them
1: yeah when when we had you on here last time. I threw out the threw out the question about playing in the outfield, and you said you were comfortable playing in the outfield, and now you are playing in the outfield. Um, I, I have a couple questions with that. One, like, what is your comfortability now with playing a right field, and B, did the Orioles organization give credit to Section 336 for throwing out the idea of you playing in the outfield? Did we get proper credit there?
3: Yeah, I do, I do remember you guys throwing that out there then, um, but yeah, I feel really comfortable out there. I do. I. It was a pretty quick you know transition I guess you would say but I had two of the best instructors I can think of within Wayne Kirby and Brady Anderson out there with me every other day um, you know when I wasn't starting the home games or uh, pretty much every every day almost I would do something uh, with outfield work and, and I feel really comfortable and it's all about relaxing and, and thinking that you know you're really good out there and and you have to kind of have a little, like, cocky swagger to you almost uh, in the outfield, I feel like, and, and I've kind of tried to do that and relax and not not be too jumpy, kind of like I was talking about earlier. But, yeah, I feel really good about it. All
1: right, sweet. Yeah, and, and have you heard from, like, has Buck informed you what your role will be? Do you expect to play more DH or, or more right field with the Major League Club?
3: No, I haven't, I haven't had a meeting about that, but um, – and I'm not exactly expecting to. At, at this level, you just – just go, go in again. the lineup, and then you see where you're at, and you're, you're ready to go. So yeah. um, I'm prepared for whatever my role will be. Um, I know there's a few different possibilities, but, yeah, I'm definitely ready to go. Yeah,
0: how, how do they, down in Sarasota, help you be prepared for the right field at Camden Yards, which is a little different with the out-of-town scoreboard?
3: Yeah, we have one of our backfields, uh, field four is, like, that. it's one of the, Side fields at, at the Ed Smith Stadium complex. The dimensions are exactly like Camden Yards, so you BP uh, a lot when I go out to right field. Um, you just kind of read like balls that will go off the wall and stuff. Like when you should kind of you know play it off the wall or maybe try to make a catch against the wall, and, and that helps a lot. Uh, just having that field there, and I know it's a little different. We have a workout at the stadium today, and I'm expecting a lot of work out there, um, you know, to get used to the ball on because it's a little different than our, our stadium is in, in Sarasota.
1: Yeah, it's a shame, though, that David Ortiz isn't playing for Boston anymore because that would be, for a right fielder, that's a guaranteed assist with throwing him out of second base at least three times a season. <laughs> so it's a shame he's not playing anymore. Uh, but, but Trey, I'll, I want to ask you this question, uh, just an honest response here. Who, who's a better outfielder, uh, you uh, or
3: Trumbo? Nah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I can't, but no, Mark's been out there a lot longer than I have, and he looks really good out there, so I'm not, I'm definitely not, I would not say that I'm better than him, because, <laughs> uh, you know, I give him the credit there, but no, that's, uh, you know, I'd say we both, both can play pretty decently out there, and, and Mark, dude, When in the game, he was out there looks really good, so, um, you know, he's a good guy to kind of learn some stuff from, and I've talked to him a little bit about outfield as well.
0: Now, now last year, Baltimore fell in love with you because you came up and made an immediate impact so I'm sure there's going to be a nice loud cheer for you as you're running down that orange carpet but the other person Baltimore fell in love with is your mom will your mom be there at opening day for uh, you good question good
3: question yeah, yeah I think she's gonna be yeah yeah she will be <laughs>
0: can, can so, she uh, run yeah, down the orange carpet
3: she's coming up just for she's coming up just for the opening day game um because my younger sister's in college and they have a uh, I think it's like junior mom's weekend or something. So she's going to be up for that the rest of the week and weekend. But yeah, she's coming up to Camden for the first game.
1: That, awesome. That's cool. And we are joined here on section three, three, six by Trey Mancini. Now, now Trey, is, is your mom, the type of mother that if Buck Showalter doesn't play you like the first two games, <laughs> is she going to be screaming from the, from the, uh, from, <laughs> no, from the, stands at Buck?
3: No, <laughs> certainly not. No, she's not. Uh, yeah, she's definitely not like that too much. She just kind of, you know, goes through games and always supports me. But, um she knows that there's you know there's other bosses uh in in baseball that kind of make those decisions so after after I played for 20 plus years of baseball I kind of learned to uh let the coaches <laughs> do their thing as a parent
1: yeah yeah well well that, that 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 that's a good thing now you now with this lineup it's kind of a fun it they got some weird things about this lineup in that there's a lot of there's a couple outfitters who are left-handed who tend to only play against right-handed pitchers. So it sounds like there's going to be good opportunity for pinch hitting late in games when a lefty comes in. Um, how comfortable have you have an experience pinch hitting, and how how comfortable are you as a pinch hitter? Do you think?
3: Uh, I'm actually very comfortable as a pinch hitter. It's something that I've gotten a lot better at. It's something I I would say when I got drafted and early in my minor league career, I did not love it because uh, I was so used to playing every day. But I think I had I had one or two pinch hit appearances when I came up in September, and uh, in spring training this year, uh, Scott Coolball, the hitting coach, I had a talk with him, and he said, "Come into whenever you come into the late game. So the home games that I wouldn't start, a lot of the time you come into the seventh inning and we'll get one at bat. And he said, treat that like you're pinch hitting in." a close game in the regular season that's you know mo- no matter what the situation is in the spring training game you got to go in with that mentality to prepare yourself mentally because there's going to be a lot of situations this year where I'm going to pitch hit I, uh, I know that so yeah. it's something that I w- it's something you have to work at and something that I have worked out and I feel really good doing yeah. it
1: well, sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, um, Trey Mancini, we thank you for for, jo- for joining us for a few minutes. It's such, it's so great to talk to you twice, and we really appreciate it. And uh, just uh, we're rooting for you here. All of Birdland is rooting for you. We're so excited for you, man, and good luck this season.
3: I really appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much.
0: All right. Thank you, Trey. All right. See you, good luck. All
3: right. Thanks, guys. Well,
0: there you go. You didn't believe it. Yeah.
1: How cool is Trey? Can we he's just? Great. Start, how cool is Trey?
0: He, he's again. We keep talking about how there's got some guys that are just easy to easy to root for. Yeah, yeah, and totally. He's totally easy to root yeah, for.
1: Yeah, I know he's done stuff with Eric from Barstool Sports, and he's he's just a likable guy. And he's, I mean, there, there's not many players. For, he's making his first appearance in, in on the opening day roster. Right. Yeah. Um, this is the day before opening day. Yep. To 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 call at ten thirty a.m. to some right. on a Sunday some morning. random podcast. Bef- well,
0: before a workout in to play to right field, field in a stadium. Year, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fifth. in fairness to uh, right. I think technically this is our fifth year. Yeah. We're going into our fifth year. Yeah.
2: no, it's great. Yeah, it's the second time we've had him on the show. Uh, and just like you said, when you interview him, it, it's easy to cheer for him. Young yeah. guy had a huge impact when he showed up last September. Um, what hit a home run in th- his first three games. I yeah. think it was like
0: four out of five or something, something like that. that. It was yeah, something yeah. crazy. Yeah.
2: So, uh, yeah, I mean, and a he, big might spring. Not, he might not be in the lineup on opening day, but he's going to get introduced with the rest of the opening day roster. You might see a late-inning substitution pinch hit or, you know, outfielder swap or something, which Buck is notorious for doing. Um, and it's cool that he took a few minutes Sunday morning to call and, Section and, 336, Birdland Radio.
0: And and Buck's the type of manager who he, like, understands that type of stuff. So where – if. If the Orioles get the, a good lead or something, he, he I can totally see him trying to find a way to get Trey into the game tomorrow.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, And and, and Buck, he makes a point of that at the beginning of the season of getting all the players in that first week. Yeah. So, I think so we're we going to see a little yeah, bit of Trey. Yeah. And I don't know how they're going to work that with Gentry and Rickard and and Mancini and Trumbo. How they're going to work that outfield or DH position. It's going to be curious to see. Like, it. it is, are, are you going to choose offense and put Trumbo as the everyday right fielder against left-handed bats and put Trey as the DH? Right. Which, okay, you're sacrificing defense, but you're saying our offense is – Yeah, you're putting in
0: bats that are going to make up for it. Yeah. You're saying.
1: Or do you do the Gentry and Rickard and Trumbo at DH, which means Mancini doesn't play, but your defense right. is a little bit better. Right. That's the decision that Buck's going to have to and, make. I, and
0: I think also with all these outfielders, and especially with Rickard and Gentry on the team, I think you're going to see Adam Jones maybe get a day off once in a while. Which we ha- we're not used to in Baltimore. Um, I think, and cl- clearly Kim's going to be platoon, so they're going to have room over there for the outfielder. So they're going to make it work. Yeah,
1: in the uh, I don't want to get too in the lineup construction because I think that's kind of ner- nerd talk. Um, but it's Kim batting eighth at the at we, the we, Norfolk, we, game. At Norfolk game, and people are saying that could mirror the opening day line. A lot of nerds are unhappy that Kim is batting so low. A lot of nerds. A lot of <laughs> Orioles fans, uh, especially the same retricians are unhappy that that Kim's batting so low. Uh, are you guys okay with Kim Batnath?
2: I mean, he's he's one of the only guys on the team with a decent on base percentage, right? Yeah. So he should be up. I yeah. I am upset with this. I uh, see. It may curious
0: again, again. I look at the fact that it's Norfolk. It's not a real game. Bucks l- constructing that lineup. Not. What mine they not might look look like, but more who so, needs the best? So where do you
1: think? I think Kim's okay at eighth. Where at bad eighth? Where Where do you think Kim should bet? Two. I I don't like. Here's I, the problem with two. If Seth Smith is leading off, which I like, Seth Smith. Right, I like off, Seth Smith.
0: That means lefty lefty. I gotta find this right one too. It's cause. right here. Yeah, and and I, I you know what? All I am. I is, don't want lefty lefty. I'm to just happy off. that Adam Jones is not number one. I like I like Adam, I don't like Adam Jones as the leadoff hitter. I, like, I don't. I don't even really like him in number two. I, I like, like him in the four
1: hole. Oh. I, I would like him three Machado too.
0: Well, yeah, I like Machado three Jones four. Okay. But again, and you who got, would you put two? Uh, I I would do Seth Smith, Hunsu Kim. Even though it's lefty lefty. Yeah, because they they take pitches, and I would I want my I want Adam Jones, Manny Machado to have the chance to see some pitches before they get up there.
2: For once, it'd be nice to uh, have the opposing pitcher throw more than fifteen pitches in the first inning. Yeah. Because sometimes it's like nine. Now, that's, why, that's why Joey Rickard needs to lead off. He was always great I, at, I love, at that
0: Rickard, a, a or, I love Joey at Rickard. I love Joey leading off for that instance. But no, I, uh,
1: you can just say that. I love Joey Rickard. I do love <laughs> Joey Rickard. Um,
0: but uh, Adam in Adam Jones did show a little bit of patience at the World Baseball Classic, so maybe that can stop. Maybe that, means, that can. That translate. means
1: nothing. That means nothing.
0: But it means more than the Norfolk game. I don't know. I mean, you are who you are. He's what, thirty-two? I know.
1: You are who you are at that point.
0: Can't teach an old baseball player new tricks.
1: Yeah. All right. So opening day, you 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 boys are planning on going opening day. You're not going?
2: No, I'm not going. Yep. Because you took off on Friday. Because took off on Friday. Yeah. Can't take off on Monday. Well, too. and I found out
1: um, you know, there's a, a the, bit of a the baby stuff. The baby stuff. I thought there was this separate category called paternity leave. Right. Where I could get off whatever week or two weeks. <laughs> where? In what, on what Apparently planet? Apparently in the United <laughs> States, there's no such thing as paternity leave.
2: No, not unless you got like a, a boss who's like into his feminine side, I guess.
1: Okay, it's a... I don't know why you got into your feminine side to support paternity leave. I just saying it's How about how about supporting a man being connecting with his son in a country where we have broken families everywhere? What's wrong hey, with I, setting aside some time I could agree for with a that. father to bond with his son?
2: I could agree with that, but at the same time, it, it is a country where men are expected to work.
0: I, I'm with Bert on this, but I'll just be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, what's his name?
2: What, the guy on the Mets called a lot of crap David something, David Wright? Yeah, uh, because he took he missed opening day for paternity leave. Right. Yes, that's essentially right. what you're doing. Well, well
0: yeah. it's, <laughs> it's exactly what I'm doing. No, but, but the see, baby's not here yet, right? <laughs> but see, you, I have the you are just like a, you're a baseball player. You have a set schedule, and then you have a couple months off. As a teacher, you need to know and prepare this that you cannot give birth until the summer.
1: No, I prepared it purposely so I could miss time off school. <laughs> yeah, no that's uh-huh. smart. uh but no because since there's no to leave, I gotta use my personal days for the baby. You know, right. you know like true.
0: like a real job. Like a non government job. Everyone does this. That's Not, how that's uh, he how is how nowhere else in the world. He's essentially it, has everyone, a government job. everyone in the US does this.
1: Yeah, it's and it's outrageous.
0: The, what do you think I did when all three of my kids were born? I'd take a week off. Use vacation time. Both Save of, vacation time.
2: Uh, my two youngest kids were born in tax season, so I was in the hospital. I not
0: say in a taxi.
2: No, <laughs> during tax season, so I was doing tax returns bedside while my wife is having a baby. Right. I had my work with when, me. When, I took my work to the hospital. Well,
1: maybe I could Skype into my classroom and teach from the hospital. <laughs> Ooh, maybe.
0: Yeah. When, when Brooke was born, I took- This is biology class, boys and girls. Right. I, I, I took two weeks off because she was in the hospital, but then I would drive to the hospital every day after work because it's real life. I have to work. Anyway, I won't be
1: at opening day.
2: Okay. Now, <laughs> now I understand. You do. You have to save your personal time yes. for- for, uh, for when the baby comes
1: For the baby
0: There's
2: nothing wrong with that Yeah I guess Matt or Josh and I can the Appreciate slides. that you took the day off To come to Bert To uh, Yeah can I, I you'll, you'll, B- you'll be there Saturday
0: yeah. Huh? Saturday you'll be there Next Saturday Yeah right? You're gonna yeah. go see Yankees It's a 4, four or five, o'clock Jeff.
2: Yeah 4 or 5 game yeah. Yeah. I'll Ooh, be there it might I might be a little that. late
0: I thought it was 7 Alright 4 o'clock It's a 4 <laughs> o'clock game that stupid Fox. That's a Fox rule, right? I wish it was just a night game. Are you guys bringing it's your probably pon- not even on Fox? Are you guys they bringing your,
1: your ponchos for tomorrow? You guys could be there for like ten hours. Are you guys concerned about that?
2: Uh, if it's raining, I'm not going. I'm not putting up with that bullcrap. <laughs> last last year was garbage. Are you serious right now?
0: Last year was. If
2: last year was the worst. It. I would say it's one of the worst days of my life.
1: Let's play. <laughs> Let's, what was it, an, an inning or two innings? Chris Tillman's striking everybody, Yeah. and then, and then like, let's take a couple slaying. hours off.
0: And then let's take a couple hours off. Exactly. Yeah. That was the problem. And I remember just wandering around, and that's when they, they we could still get into the club level. And now yeah. they changed that orange carpet club level crap. I'm no, going to try it again. but I
2: hung out for like an hour, maybe two, and I, I can't stay there till 7 o'clock at night for a 3 o'clock game. Or, no, the game didn't even pick back up until close to 7 o'clock. Right, yeah. So then I'd be there. Yeah. And it was, what, the second inning? Yeah. Yeah, forget it. So I, I I'm really, I really hoping the weather is nice tomorrow. At least dry. I don't care if it's cloudy. I don't All care right. if it's cold. Just stay dry.
1: Well, we'll hold off on the weather talk for now because we have a guest that's coming on soon, right? Yeah, just a the few weather. minutes. All right. So we're, we're going to get a weather breakdown for Are you, you uh, uh, girls. In just a few
0: minutes. All day today, the Steelers are going to be talking about opening day. But uh, we're facing Estrada. Estrada's played really well against the Orioles. Yeah. You concerned about that?
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, totally. (laughs) I'm concerned about every Blue Jays starter because they're all good. Yes. Yeah. And then the Red Sox come to town and every one of their starters are good.
0: At least we only have two games against the Blue Jays. It's kind of weird. We're starting with a two game series.
2: Or actually, it's the Yankees come to town next.
0: Yeah, it's Uh, it's Blue Jays. Then we go to Boston. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm excited. It's going to be, I mean, the AL East is good. Oh, it's yeah. going to
1: be it's going to be a fun season. It's going to be competitive. Close. It's going to be competitive. I hope so. Yeah.
2: I mean, we're not going to run away with it.
1: It's so gonna it be, has to be competitive. Right, it's
0: going to be competitive. Hopefully, we're included in the competitive. Yes. Hey, I, saw I saw
1: the um
3: 538.
1: Are you aware of this the the site 538.com? No. They they yeah, do all the s- projections. projections yeah. For everything in life. They're infamous for getting Brexit wrong, for getting uh, the election of President Trump wrong, right. and whatever. But but they, but but they also get a lot of stuff, stuff right. They do okay. Yeah, they also get a lot of stuff right. Um, they have, the Orioles, have a worse chance of making the playoffs than the Marlins, than the Angels, than the Yankees and the Rays, than the Tigers. They have them having a better chance to make the playoffs than, than the Orioles. And then I was like, well, that's, I mean, the record, they have them uh, finishing with a record of 78 and 84. With a 2% chance of, win, of going to the World Series, which I say, hey, there's a chance. There's That's a chance. I'm talking about. But and then I was reading how they come up with their formula. Do you know how they, they, they come up with it? No, go ahead. Well, it's partly based on the performance last year. And then it's a combination of fan graphs, baseball prospectus. Oh, everyone else. And another crap. site. Yeah. So they're just kind of combining everyone else's hatred for the Orioles. Sure. And making it their own. <laughs> uh so 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 good for 538 for stealing everybody else's hatred and and maybe I think that's what everybody does now. I think maybe baseball perspective does it, then everyone else just copies them.
0: Right. Right. That's a, I mean, that, sure, but that's of course. I mean, Sports Illustrated in USA today, they're not doing their own metrics, Right. They're they're asking their reporters and their reporters are going to fan graphs and saying, "Okay, yeah. Or maybe well, the numbers are the numbers. And, or, right. Can't change the numbers. And they'll the adjust num- it a little bit. If and... The
1: numbers are projecting 78 wins. Right. But there's a formula that each of those sites use to come up with that win total. Right. Right. And you're assuming that that however they do it is flawless, which is clearly not.
2: <laughs> That's a big assumption. <laughs> you just assume they're flawless.
1: Right. Which they're clearly they're
2: not. Well, right. nobody. Nobody is flawless. Right, but,
0: And these sites have been proven wrong over and over again, whether it's the Orioles, so, the Royals, so get the Cubs. So it's a better formula.
1: Whether, whether that's finding a way to quantify a manager or, or follow you, – do you, you know you, you need to have? You need to have a bromance factor. Where is the scope, Machado, bromance factor?
0: We, we covered that on – How the, does that Glenn register? Glenn Clark. Um, you guys accepting the fact that the Cubs going in are the best team in baseball? Yes. Still? Yes. Right? They, it's done. The team hasn't really changed since last year. We're just tr- they lost Fowler.
1: Right, and we just got to figure out who's going to play them in the World Series in the American League. Right, that's all we're doing. Right, you can park them in. They're playing in October. They're playing. They're representing the NL. They're playing in November because that's how baseball rolls. But we just got to find out who's going to play them. I yeah. hope the Orioles. Outside
0: play them. of the AL East, the Indians are going to be good this year.
1: Yeah, and that's pretty
0: much it. It's the Indians and the AL East, right? Is anyone else? I mean, I, I mean, P- the P- the Mariners every year people say are going to be and pretty the, good. The
1: Astros, people make an argument for right. sure. Um, Texas Rangers seem to be someone who's intriguing their their young team, uh, but
0: but all these teams you're naming it's because of their pitching, and the Orioles don't go that way. Yeah, the Orioles it's because of everything except their pitching. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. If you look at it in the AL East,
2: uh, who was you think the Orioles had the best offense? Probably offense. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Best bats. Yeah, the biggest threat that anybody one through nine is going to hit it out of the ballpark. Yeah, yeah. I tend to agree that. I mean.
1: They're, it, it depends a little bit on there's some unknowns with the Red Sox as far as so many young young players like Bogarts and Betts and Bradley Jr. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Ben and how much they'll develop and how good they'll be is a question mark.
2: By the way, is Sand- Pablo Sandoval back on their roster? Like, yes. He's going to start opening yes. day and He's been playing third base. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. But, yeah, you got to worry about those guys.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the Rays um, – I'm sorry, the Blue Jays – took they had a blow by losing Edwin Encarnacion yeah who went the Indians mm-hmm. um, but outside of that they got most everybody else back but I I take the Orioles lineup against theirs now their start rotations is better we play
2: six of our first eleven games against the Blue Jays yeah uh and what we always have two against the Blue Jays three against the Yankees two against Boston then four against the Blue Jays that's our first two yeah. weeks of the season so
1: real quick after two weeks we'll have a good idea where oh, we yeah. stand right how
2: how bad does it have to be. When you just throw in the towel for the rest of the season <laughs> in two weeks, you can't throw you can't throw
1: in the towel for two weeks. But that's
2: a huge test. In two I don't know weeks. if they go like uh, three and ten, I might be throwing in the towel after the first yeah, two well weeks.
1: I'm, I'm rooting for a seven and zero like last year. Hey,
2: I would love that. How about that?
1: That uh, no complaints. That, that'd
0: be a huge way to start uh, when it's all AL East.
1: Yeah, it's going to be fun though, Is, to, and like, the, the action kicks off today, right? The
2: Yankees and Rays play
1: yep. today, I believe, right? Yeah, uh, I believe Sunday there's night a game baseball. Game in Chicago. And, um, and Chicago plays too. Yeah.
0: But the weather
2: isn't that great in Chicago, based on what I saw. Good morning. Yeah, that's going to be
0: fun for handing out those rings. And I believe the Mets
2: play tonight. Is, no, they that they're tomorrow. There is one other game, I believe.
0: There are three games to kick off the season.
2: Yeah, Gosh, if you, you if, know we should know we, these things. If there's if there's
1: only a way to figure that out. Oh well, I guess we'll never. Oh well.
2: Know. well. <laughs> Scores tonight: Yankees and Rays, Giants and D-backs. Cubs and Cardinals. What time's the first game start? 1 p.m., Yankees at Tampa. Cool. Well, we'll put that on. Chris Archer be... versus Tanaka. A, nice. What time are you guys heading to, to opening day? What's, what's your plan uh, for tomorrow? Good question. I'm going to breakfast with some friends at 7 a.m., and then I'll go to work for a couple hours, and then I'll head down. So uh, I'll probably leave around noon. Oh, but you're going
1: to work for a few hours? Yeah. It's oh, tax
2: wow. season, son. All right. All right. Josh, you taking the whole day off?
0: Uh, I have it off, but I also do this nice thing where I make my own hours and work at home when I want, so I'm thinking about working a few hours in the morning. So then it doesn't hit me as much taking Friday and Monday off.
2: I would do that if it wasn't for tax season. Yeah. It is what it is. Especially
0: after uh, Glenn and Birdland Radio. I'm worn out by tomorrow. Seriously.
2: I'm kind of sick of the Oros at this point. I'm sick of you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Season hasn't
0: started yet. I'm just glad we get to talk about some uh, regular baseball. But before we do that, how about we check on the weather? Oh, boy.
1: Hello, we're now joined by Lowell Melser of WBAL. Hey, Lowell.
0: Good morning. We're doing well. So we've been hearing all week that there's supposed to be rain tomorrow, so we needed to make sure that the day before we, we get a, a real weatherman on instead of all this these apps. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, that's scary. All right, so that means they can play. So take, take a sweatshirt and it'll be better than last year's.
2: I could deal with that.
1: And you said winds coming out of the what the, the the southeast. I don't know how Camden Yards is situated. Does does that mean balls uh, is that a better chance of home runs or or do 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 you know how that works as far as the setup of Camden Yards?
2: Right field is north, I believe.
0: I I'm not, I'm not sure. that be, be you. You know, they 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 should make computers that can tell you that type of stuff. <laughs> exactly.
2: Oh no, that's not good. Well, that's our whole plan it's yeah,
1: spoiled yeah. now. It's all.
0: <laughs>
2: that's all we got.
0: Just take a compass. All right, All right we'll, t- we'll we'll take a compass. But it, but it does sound like at least that's got to be good for like pickles pub and stuff. That there's going to be enough. That it's going to be dry, so people can come and hang out and enjoy uh, a little pregame action before going in.
2: If 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 Oil Park at Camden Yards were a compass, Boog's Bar- Barbecue would be the E on North, South, East, and West, and the third base coach box would be the <laughs> W. So there you go, West and East. North would be like where the uh, the statue court is, where all right, the right. Hall of Right, right. All right, so it points north. Yeah, there you go. So left field, left field would be a home run shot to the north. Yeah. So, take that for what it is.
0: <laughs> that, <laughs> that, sure. That, I, you heard it here first. Yeah, I, I think Lowell just said Davis will hit the warehouse.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, right? Can we quote that?
1: <laughs> so, Lowell Mouser, we're joined by Lowell Mouser on the Section 336 show. Lowell, what's your plans for opening day?
2: Nice.
0: Right. Yeah, right. right. Well, you should come up to section 336 and then you'll see us sit next door in section
1: 334. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll be up there. Yeah, yeah, that, that that'd be awesome. We're um, <laughs> so excited. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Be awesome, man. Great. <laughs> I, I like to do the uh, the podcast thing where there are no cameras. And 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 Lowell, I know you like to do the podcast thing too. Your voice is familiar to me because I'm I'm a listener of the Mark and Lowell show. Um, can, can Can you tell our listeners about the Mark and Lowell show while I have you on? Yeah. Yeah, there's a guy. I'm in my early 30s. I think you can still say that early, right? 33. Yeah, that's, that's still early. counts as that early 30s. Yeah. and it definitely, yeah, I think it hits to hits to my age group absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Well, uh, Lowell Mouser, we appreciate you coming in on Section 336. Uh, enjoy the game tomorrow. Hopefully no rain or very little rain. Yes. Uh, and and thanks for joining us, man. All right. <laughs> awesome. All right. Awesome. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Lowell. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, Lowell. See you.
3: Raggedy Ann's candy. What was that? <laughs> that
0: was that was I had a song called "The Rain, Rain, Go Away" and I pressed it and it started being Raggedy Ann talking. It was and the only was, song that was on my iPad abort, that abort. said "rain." Hey, so then I boarded. <laughs> yeah, you just and, need well, Family Guy on rain. There we go. Two two guests, two guys who are working the game tomorrow.
1: Yeah, in, well, in different capacities. One,
0: one the, everyone cheers for. One has to go up and awkwardly ask fan questions.
1: Yeah, and you hope you don't get one of Bert's nutty friends to just be. Be weird, right? Right?
0: Right? One's got to deal with drunk guys behind <laughs> his back waving. Yeah, that's. Bert's I got got a few those. <laughs> yeah. Am I seeing
2: Chris Jericho on ESPN? ESPN is live at WrestleMania. So
0: ESPN is doing this nice bit now where they're losing so much ratings to people just checking out highlights on Twitter. Right. That now they're trying to rebrand themselves, so they're fully embracing WrestleMania as real sports. As real sports. Hey,
1: yeah, I saw. I was watching SportsCenter uh, last week and. Was it Linda McMahon? No, who's the daughter? Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie McMahon was on there as like their interview. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, they're totally. D- All right. Yeah, I think it's Linda McMahon's it's like it's a toss-up between who's more excited, SportsCenter or Glenn Clark.
1: Do they know it's not real?
2: <laughs> it's still real today. <laughs> I don't Linda know. Linda McMahon's like in the Trump administration, right? She's in the cabinet. She's like Secretary of yeah,
0: Defense yeah, or something. Yeah, I don't know. Right, right, right. Uh,
1: More on a business side of things. So. Right. right. It
0: definitely <laughs> She's Secretary of Laying the Smackdown. That's right.
1: Anyone gives us issues, she, she sends out The Rock and Triple H.
0: You know, uh, after us in a few minutes, we'll be perched at the yard. Can we get those guys in here a little bit? Oh, to do a little cross, uh, yeah, the, cross and cross, cross pollination. Uh, pollination. Pollination. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I think that's how what they call it in nature. Yeah, I think it's called in, synergy in the corporate world.
1: I think it's called breeding. Like inner, inner breeding is that a thing?
0: Interbreeding? breeding. Yeah. Cross cross breeding. Um, cross breeding, perhaps. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, we're going to have Perch at the Yards co- come in here. I, I think the – but the news from Lowell Melster is pretty optimistic, right? Yeah.
2: I, yeah, I think I'll go. I'll still go to opening day. You, you'll still go? <laughs> I'll still go. Okay, okay. You uh, so convinced me.
0: <laughs> and, and Matt, once the cameras came out, Matt's convinced to stay home.
2: Yeah. There we got four full house here. All right. I was debating you
1: it. You uh, We got Perch at the Yard is is in studio. They're going to come in on next at, a, at, a, at 11 o'clock. Right,
0: right. So in just a few minutes, what do you guys plan on uh, – how you guys cover an this opening is day?
1: A teaser for eight minutes from now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we have a lot of different topics. Uh, your generic uh, potential lineup. Nice. Um, talking about the
3: rotation, and then oh, uh, we already did that. Yeah. We have like a lot of non oreal stuff too. I so, saw, and wow. I
1: I voted. I saw there were several Twitter polls. Yeah, yeah that I so participate I in all the twitter polls some you. I feel more strongly about than others though
3: okay
1: yeah. so we can get your take on those yeah and i can't figure out how twitter polls work <laughs> really i think it might be my app don't get me started they got one about double or double stu- what it? double stuffed oreos yes. don't even get me started are you
2: for or against
1: <laughs> i just feel like it's less of a value cuz there's less oreos in yes. the pack be- be- So it it you're missing more out stuff. I'd well, rather no. <laughs> have a bunch of.
0: No, but that's a game that the Orioles Oreos are screwing with all the time. Yes, yeah, where, where the Oreo packs get smaller and smaller each time they put out a new that's true. one. true. I
1: think it's possible because they have a cheap owner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like there's a <laughs> here between the Oreos and the
0: Oreos. All right. <laughs> Oreos. I, I think yeah. the Orioles are double stuffed. Yeah. There's, there's a whole podcast Oreos idea
2: right there. I could feel an hour talking about the <laughs> comparison between the Oreos and the Orioles. Yeah. yeah. And I feel
1: like there, there's some people who just get on here and maybe they're hired by that cheap owner just to say good things
0: about the Oreos. That's me. Right?
1: Possible. Yeah. That, your, your Rock Kubacos, if you will. Right, right. Just pay to say good I, things I, about the Oreos. I these. thought
0: you told me that you don't believe that, uh, that Rock is in the... the pants of the Orioles <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yes I do not believe
1: he's in the pants of the Orioles I don't believe that pockets but I do believe he works for uh, Matheson which is owned by Peter Angelos the propaganda yeah right right, yeah, right you do the math but here on a uh, birdland radio we tell you like it is the Orioles will win 150 games uh, <laughs> they they may never lose
2: Dakota's <laughs> Dakota's garbage once again.
1: all the projections suck but we know they're gonna be awesome because they always are right I wish I had your confidence. <laughs>
0: it's called being a fan. Well, what's what's your favorite Oreo?
1: My favorite Oreo? Yeah. I didn't know there was Chris that Davis. many to choose from. <laughs> there's there's like a billion. There's a billion of them. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was a uh, I was a Mike Messina guy. Is that what we would call it? Would that equate to the white Oreo kind of trait? A trader who started off as original Oreo and then went to the opposing side? Is that a, a recommend- Isn't, aren't there white Oreos? Isn't that a thing?
2: Yeah, yeah. golden. Yeah. They're called golden. Golden.
1: Hey, oh, I'm up, sorry. Up, up, politically correct. correct golden oreos yeah. golden right. oreos don't want to rub anyone you don't call
0: chocolate oreos black oreos <laughs> plus plus that the, the, the chocolate oreos
2: have a they, white inside they taste like chocolate do these, do these taste like gold they yeah they do, they do. but they can if i ate pure gold i'd imagine <laughs> that's what it taste tastes like <laughs> so good
1: no, I'm a fan of the Peep Oreos. Is that a thing? I had a That's couple of things. things. New, yeah, I, yeah, they I, were
0: new. <laughs> I like I like the key lime Oreos. I haven't tried Oreos. Yo- it does those a yet. it does a instead of the golden, it does a graham cracker cru- uh, crust. That's a great idea. What I, about
2: the uh, cinnamon cinnamon bun ones? Not bad. Those are really good. I literally have only had Strawberries Oreos are good or double stuff. That's all I have. Have you had, birth, ever
1: had.
0: birthday cake? No, I told yes. you. I literally have only had the two. Birthday cakes are very good. the, this,
2: the this
0: mint ones are good. Too. Mint? Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: It's like a Girl Scout cookie. In fact, okay, okay, and I thought it'd be like filled and with peanut like toothpaste butter. in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I've got some peanut butter ones upstairs. Oh,
2: oh bring them out. Bring them downstairs.
0: Well, I don't, <laughs> th- bring them I don't know if there's enough We're for have, all of
2: us. Now I want some Oreos.
1: You brought it up. I want to try all these. Someone's
0: heading to Safeway.
2: <laughs> but, <laughs> but see,
1: normally I don't get the Oreos. I get the cheap knockoff ones, and you don't have oh. many flavors of the cheap
0: knockoff Twisted ones. Shouts. Yeah, you can't buy the Just Hydrox. The Twisted Hydrox, <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Twisted Shouts. I
2: was trying to think of the name. But they all taste the same, right?
0: No. No, no, no. No, no,
1: no, no. Oh, I'm telling you, we go there. I'm telling you, Josh.
0: They're not goldfish. Goldfish bl- all taste the I same. Oreos you. are all different.
1: I blindfold you. I give you an Oreo and a twist and shout. You won't be able to taste the difference.
0: We'll, we'll oh. do the test before tonight's show.
1: It's like when I did with Bert the goat milk versus uh, cow milk test. Yeah, when I actually prefer
0: goat milk. Yeah, I prefer goat milk. Who knew? I bet you would prefer straight from the shouts. tap. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I think teats. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a little
0: warm from the tap, but yeah.
2: yeah,
1: yeah. You don't want to drink it straight from the teat. You can, it's just a little bit warm. Are you okay You'll with let warm me next milk? time I come to your house? I'll, I'll let you go there. You, you won't be the first guy to come to my house and drink <laughs> goat's milk straight from the
2: teat. Really? Yeah. Somebody's done that before? Yeah, someone's done that before. <laughs> like, not even from the teat to a cup to his no, mouth? No,
1: like straight teat to mouth. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm milking the goat. He comes by. He says, hey, I want to try it. TTM. Just, yeah. <laughs> right. squirts, right, give, squirts, give me a squirt. To, right into the mouth. <laughs> Better than like sucking on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't that suck was... on it. He didn't do like a, a baby goat and suck on it. He just <laughs> used his hands
2: to, to squeeze a nice stream of warm goat milk into his mouth. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I once let my brother's dog drink apple pucker out of my mouth. Like I, <laughs> I put d- put it in my mouth and laid my head back, like that, and yeah. the dog came and licked it out oh. of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's that's
1: gross. That's, that's worse. That's, that's worse, a lot worse. A lot worse. And drink out of tea because there's no there's no uh, mouth to teeth contact. Yeah, with that there's definitely, there's definitely mouth some, to mouth contact and lots of tongue all over I the pretty, place. I pretty much tongue kissed my <laughs> brother's dog. <laughs> and, and but how, there was alcohol involved. So, nice. but how was and, well there must have been alcohol like, involved. <laughs> like
0: 30, thirty minutes ago, <laughs> yeah. we, we had Trey Mancini on, on here talk, talking baseball. Now Serious we've, baseball go, we've gone down to th- this know, route.
1: I know we had Trey Mancini. We had Melser breaking down weather. And now we have Bert breaking down, tonguing his dog. So that <laughs> and uh,
2: t- Teet to Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> t- Teet to Mouth. <laughs> so we come back at 8 o'clock and see how much more zanier it gets, you know, eight hours yeah. from
1: now. Yeah. Do each of these episodes get their own show name? Because teeth to Mouth would be a great show <laughs> yeah, name. It, it, <laughs> Tune
2: back in at 8 p.m. for
1: Teet
0: to Mouth. It will <to> be. <laughs> it will be. So all right, let's, uh, let's give the studio up.
1: All right. We'll be back, what, at uh, 8 o'clock?
0: Yeah. We'll be back a little later.
1: Yeah. So enjoy on, all later. these awesome Birdland radio shows.